right, Paul Loga. Appreciate the time, man. Uh, get you back on here. Got a big fight coming up. Let's get into what you've been doing the last couple months. I had a bit of a break the last couple of months after my last loss. I sort of just stepped away from it all. Trained every now and again when I felt like it. Went on a bit of a holiday, and um, yeah, it sort of it paid off because I've come back and now I'm hungry, motivated, enjoying training again. It's sort of not like a chore. So no, I'm having fun. So I'm glad I did that. Taking the break. What was the reasoning behind that? I just don't know. After that last loss, obviously getting KO'd. And uh, in a minute and a half when I thought things were going well, getting clipped, and I just thought, what's the point? You know, After that fight, I went out the back and I sort of told my teammates, this might be it. I might not fight again. So I thought I better step away. And uh, yeah, I stepped away for a little bit. Still training every now and again, but nothing too serious. Didn't book any fights. And as the new year come around, I sort of, yeah, I felt like I was ready to go again. The fire's back. How did the fire come back, though? You know, it's hard to, you know, once you get have those thoughts in your mind, you know, it has to take something. What was it for you? I just missed it, to be honest with you. As soon as it was sort of nothing coming up and I sort of relaxed a bit, I had a bit of a break because the start of my MMA career, it sort of was fight after fight after fight. And it sort of slowly sucked the fun out of it. And I started training again, having fun. And then I'm just the one actually pushing to get a fight, harassing my coach, telling him to ring Cam and Ben. I need to get back in there ASAP. So, yeah, I'm having fun now. And, you know, I don't know how it come back, but it come back. Your losses, you know, last year was probably not the best year of your career. And those losses are to the best guys in the country. You know, it's not like yeah. you're losing to guys that are just starting out. You know, you're losing to, yeah. you know, Steve, he's fighting for the title in his next fight. You know, and, and the fight yeah. before that, you fought for the title. So, um, you know, I guess you can't be down on yourself too much. You know, yeah. I think your coaches know that, right? Yeah, they do. I sort of have to sit back and sort of, um, like, let that sort of sink in rather than – it's hard to see as soon as you get the loss or you got KO'd or lost the title and it's sort of like – you don't see that straight away. It takes a little bit of a time, I guess. And yeah, that time off sort of made me see that. And you know, I still got a lot more to give. I'm not done yet. I'm 29 turning 30. I've still got a couple of years left to see what I can do with it. So yeah, I'm excited to be back. And you know, I've been training harder than ever. The boys have been pushing me as well. So yeah, I'm excited to see what happens on the 29th of Feb. Hopefully, get my hand raised. Oh, I should say, I will get my hand raised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your body you know was it was it going through some troubles in 2019 and and that break that you took did it help a lot to get over a lot of the nagging injuries yeah it did well all my feet were beat up obviously i like to throw leg kicks and sometimes you hit shins and knees and stuff like that this is the first camp i haven't had to actually use strapping tape at all so like my knees aren't strapped my ankles aren't strapped you know i just i feel healthy i feel good so do you feel like you know, taking that time off, maybe moving on with your career, you might want to do that more often. It's like after a fight, take a break and then get back into training slowly and then book a fight. Do you see that as something yeah. in the future? Yeah, definitely. I'll just see how my body feels sort of thing. Some Sometimes I feel like I just want to jump straight back in there, especially after a win. You feel good. You want to get yeah. back in there. But yeah, see how the body feels from now on and then make my decisions afterwards instead of book and fight after fight, sort of have a fight booked before you've, you've even stepped in the cage to have the first fight. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
2020 stepping into 2020 what adjustments are you making you know with the new year well i um i've started doing strength conditioning i remember last time i spoke to you i said i wasn't doing it i've started dedicating mondays to that and then instead of wrestling twice a week super hard i'm wrestling once a week and drilling once a week stuff like that sort of ease the body up a little bit not push like redline your body the whole way through camp and i'm taking days off when if i don't feel my body doesn't feel well i feel tired instead of pushing through i'll have a day off stuff like that you know actually listening to my body instead of just pushing on through so and i'm hoping 2020 is a big one yeah that's great to hear man because i i noticed a lot of fighters and there's a lot of fighters out there that don't listen to their body and they almost ruin their career before it even gets started that's exactly right that is i was doing the same thing i'd have swollen knees or swollen ankles and i'll still turn up to training you know and sort of push through and after training you probably train like shit so you feel like shit Mm -hmm. and you made your injuries worse stuff like that so i'm definitely definitely starting to take that into account i don't i don't want to cut my career short i love doing this i love Mm -hmm. fighting you know it is yeah, it's not my job. I have another job. I work construction, but I would like to make it my job, and that's where I'm going with it this year. So I'd really like to push for that. Uh, do you think that kind of edges into the mental game too, you know, pushing through that, but at the same time when you get into the cage, you're not, uh, you know, not even close to 100%, nah. and uh, it kind of messes with your brain a little bit. Yeah, for sure. If you can't, if you got a banged-up leg and you can't use it or you can't move quite as well, of course it comes in, especially once you throw it and it sort of hurts during a fight, you know, you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be a long night sort of thing. So, yeah. But then again, it is mental toughness. Some people would say it's mental toughness to push through all that bullshit. So, but, yeah, there's a fine line. You can't cross it, I guess. Well, if you're getting paid, like, six figures, then it's all right yeah right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly right that's exactly right i've still got a job to go to on monday yeah. so you know yeah so try and toe the line but not go too far over it definitely now your fight coming up uh february 29th uh ryan robertson ryan robertson he's a name that's been around for a long time uh he's you know he's a perth guy um talk about him and this matchup coming up because man you are facing you are always facing the best guys out there yeah yeah i'm excited to face him you know we're friends on instagram facebook i spoke to him last time in perth and yeah he's a tough dude he's unpredictable which is which it's hard to get ready for because you just don't know what he's gonna do but then again in the same you know i can concentrate on what i'm gonna do instead of what they're gonna do so i sort of like the fight i like the matchup i think it's a good matchup I think it's got fireworks written all over it, you know. It depends how we both come out. If we come out like we normally do, the crowd's going to be in for a good treat, I reckon. And uh, I know he'll be excited to fight back in Perth again. So it should be good. Yeah, the the flyweight division for Eternal has become uh, pretty exciting, I believe, in the last year or so with uh, Steve, you, Ryan, and a couple other guys that are coming up. And you got the champ, of course, Shannon. Um, yeah, man, I think Shannon has a lot of dudes that he could actually fight again, you know, yeah. because you guys are all fighting each other and you guys are not scared. You're not trying to pad your records with guys with like one or two fights. You're fighting each other. So uh, immediate title f- fights could happen, right? Yeah, exactly right. That would be nice. I know Shannon's pushing for the UFC. 
but he's got a tough fight coming up in this yeah. next outing. So hopefully he doesn't look over, overlook Stephen because he's uh he's got some power as I found out. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that fight? Because you face both guys and uh, you know what the, what they have and what they offer. Uh, who do you think has the edge in this fight? Well, obviously Shannon with the experience, but Stephen's just got that. I don't know. He comes in the cage. He's real calm, quiet. You know, he doesn't seem nervous at all. Doesn't let the moment phase him, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, you know, he's long. He's awkward. You know, really technical. Everything he throws is spot-on technique. So, I don't know. I reckon if Shannon overlooks him, he's going to be in for a bit of a tough night. But, yeah, it should be a good fight. It'll be a crowd pleaser, definitely. Do you see some parallels between Steve and Ryan? Because I know they've trained together a lot also. Yeah. Yeah, they have. They have trained. I think I think they've fought twice as well, once on mm. amateur and once yeah. as a pro. Yeah. But um, not really. You know, like uh, Steve sort of super technical. Like he throws everything, everything from where it's meant to go, to go from, like by the book. Whereas Ryan, he'll throw right hands to head kicks, to spinning elbows, you know, he's unpredictable and that's what makes it fun to watch. Like I've watched a lot of his fights and, you know, I'm always entertained. So I'm looking forward to getting in there with him and throwing around some leather, seeing who comes out victorious. Definitely. Um, How do you see this fight playing out against Ryan? I want to keep it technical. I don't want to get in the big slugfest with him, you know, go into his sort of world where he can... I don't want to get hit by a lucky shot or a spinning elbow or something like that. So keep it technical. He can be technical as well. I know that. And he's fought everyone. He's super experienced. So, yeah, I just want to keep it nice and technical, get out uninjured, and hopefully move on to the next one. Do you feel he has a more pressure than you going into this fight? Because he's actually fighting for the first time as a fighter, like as as a student, not not a coach. He's, you know, he's in Bali MMA. He's part of that team. He's, he's focusing his whole life to fighting now. Is th- there's another level of pressure to that? Don't you believe? Yeah, there's got to be. You know, like every fight you lose, it's got to feel like have I made the right decision, yeah. sort of thing. But um, I'm, I know he'll turn up, and I know he's the sort of dude that he loves fighting as well. So, you know, he would, uh, you know. At least at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out for him, he can always say that he tried and, you know, he'll have no regrets and stuff like that. So it can go both ways. And, yeah, I reckon the Bali MMA move would be a big one, especially with the weather. And, uh, yeah, so it should be all right. I reckon he made the right move. Should be good. Good on him. A lot of variables in this fight, man, coming up, you know. Especially he's a Perth guy, but he's in Bali, and then he'll come back to Perth to fight you know you so a lot of stuff going on right there uh yeah 2020 man what do you uh what is your plans for 2020 uh how many times do you would you like to fight and and uh is there anybody else you know in the flyweight division that you would like to face that you haven't faced yet um so 2020 i want to stay active obviously but like i said i want to listen to my body i don't want to be going into fights injured and i don't want to you know i don't want to be cutting myself short i want to give my myself the best chance possible but obviously there's a couple of guys that i haven't fought like sean i think sean uh gauchi i think his name yeah. is pronounced yeah. stuff like that or um or stuart nickel he's another one mm-hmm. that's making uh you know a come up so it'd be all right there's plenty of guys to fight so yeah i fought most of the top guys 
So if, unless they want to give me another chance, you know, I'll prove myself to them and I'll get another shot at them. I know I will. So, Do you feel like 2020 will be kind of like your comeback year, your, your kind of like 2.0 type, type of deal for Paul Loga? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm in a really good headspace as well. Mm. So I'm hoping to come out there guns blazing and, you know, put a mark on the flyweight division in Australia. All right, man. February 29th, Eternal MMA 51, Perth, Western Australia, Australia. Paul Loga, thank you so much, man, for the time. Uh, Always appreciate it. Good luck on the fight and uh, good luck on everything and anything that you're doing outside the cage as well. Awesome. Thank you for having me again.